Hey yo guys, what's happening? It's your boy Rain TJ back again with another episode of Just a Thought. And this week we'll be moving into episode 70. Uh, we'll be diving into Law 7 of Robert Greene's 48 Laws of Power, which is get others to do the work for you, but always take the credit. When I originally, I'm sorry, when I originally read this book, I did not get this law. Um, I actually was uh, writing down all the laws in a little red notebook that I had and highlighting the ones that I understood, I guess, or the ones that I believed to align with my own, like, visions, you know, my own personal goals. And I didn't see this one aligning with it. But obviously, like, all other laws... As time went on, as time continues to go on, as I continue to reread this book, I begin to understand what it means. It's not necessarily just like, oh, you do something with other people or you pay other people or you get someone in whatever way to do something for you and then you just take the credit. It may sound like that. It kind of does come across like that. It may seem bad, negative, however you want to put it. But there are ways to do this, right? I mean, if you look at one of the most prominent names in this, I can't remember if he's an example in the book, but Thomas Edison is one of the greatest examples of a follower of this law, while coincidentally Nikola Tesla is one of the greatest um, disobeyers or people who've performed transgressions against the law. So, Thomas Edison, why I say him, a lot of the things that he's known for inventing, he didn't actually invent, he just owned the patents. He himself even said something along the lines of uh, he doesn't need to be a good mathematician he could just go hire one or something along that lines right and then you have Nikola Tesla the genius who's been making it all but who for the sake of his inventions ripped up some of his patents right some of them he didn't even pursue them in the right way to legally to in the American standard um, claim ownership of some of these inventions and because of that his name is not associated to these products these inventions these things we know in the world today i believe it was nikola tesla who made the radio but it wasn't him who was uh granted that title of creator you know what i mean so that's kind of what it means make sure people know that you're the person who did the work no matter how little you did and that right there garners or gains traction to your reputation you know what I mean so with that quick breakdown of what it meant to me let me go into the script that I have for you today right so get others to do the work for you but always take the credit may initially seem exploitive or unethical however green's law or green's laws are not moral injunctions 
but explorations of power dynamics. So, let's dissect this law in its historical content and understand its implication in modern scenarios. Throughout history, successful leaders, inventors, and artists have known how to leverage the talents and labors of others. Great structures, from the pyramids to the Great Wall of China, were not single-handedly built by pharaohs or emperors. They harnessed the efforts of countless laborers while the credit primarily went to the ruling class. And that is so true. Um, I mean, you may not want to call it that, but it was some sort of slavery. There were a lot of slaves used to build the pyramids. There were a lot of slaves used to build the Great Wall. All of these monuments that are lasting much longer than modern day engineering feats were all built with tens of thousands of slaves over years, you know? So that is a perfect example in all honesty. And then let's look at like the corporate world, right? In the corporate world, this law isn't about shrieking your responsibilities, but about effective delegation and team management. It's about acknowledging that no one person can master all tasks and that utilizing the skill and expertise of others can lead to the best result. But once again, once you're in that situation, it may not seem that responsible, it may not seem that ethical. Right? Like, for instance, let's say you work in a corporation where you're a supervisor of sorts. Now, as a supervisor, you probably have a manager. Your manager probably has a district, local, or regional manager. Um, and if it's up to that level, there's probably some other sort of safety manager. And there's probably some sort of payment management and then if it does go to that level again there is probably a manager above all that and maybe two or three more manager levels or managerial levels above that right before you get to president or something so if a manager four levels up needs a task done he's going to pass it off to the manager three levels below him and so forth and so forth until it gets to you, the supervisor, who's going to pass the task off to the actual employee, right? And that's another real world scenario or example of this law in effect, right? And we all know it wouldn't have taken that one manager to get the task done. However, five levels up, he only cares about the response that that manager gives him or her. You understand? Like, let's say I give you a task and you have to delegate it to three, four people under you. It doesn't matter. As far as I'm concerned, being the manager in this situation, all I want to hear from you is the answer desired, right? So... Once again, that's another example of this situation or this law. However, the aspect of this law that calls for us to always take the credit warrants a closer look. In today's collaborative world, um, 
leaders are expected to acknowledge their team's effort and share credit. So how do we reconcile with Green's law? Which is true. Like, even myself, um, I mean, I haven't done it recently because you would expect people to, but not everyone does, right? When you make an artwork for someone and they post it online, you would expect them to tag you, the creator of the artwork, right? Recently, I've done that for some people and they haven't. And I was wondering if I should, but I feel like long gone are those days where I'm going to fight you down to tag me in my work. That's why nowadays most of my works have my uh, symbol in it. I don't really care. I don't really care. Unless you're paying me enough to not put my logo in it. I'm sorry. I've been messed over by too many people in this regard because I'm Nikola Tesla in this situation. I'm the guy who, for the love of creating, will go ahead and create before I get my, like, guarantees you know what I mean and it always always guys yo if you're listening to this podcast hear me out it always turns around to bite me back always people always take advantage of a favor and it's a shame it's a real shame but that's reality right so I'm slowly starting to I mean, I don't have a team under me, but I'm slowly starting to acquire what I need before I even do anything for anybody. Like, there's no love in this. This is business, right? There's no more love in this at all. So this is how transgressions to this law can turn you into this. You know what I mean? By constantly not following this law, you can mess yourself up. You can screw yourself over in the long run. If you're always doing favors, always doing discounts, you can't go to the bank and pay with a discount, right? You can't. You just can't. You just can't. And like like I said earlier, in today's world, it is expected that whatever part you do or whatever part you play in a production or in any sort of production, actually, I think production sums it up. Whatever part you play in that, you are expected to get your credits at the very minimum, right? So, I don't know. Initially, I never got this law. But nowadays, I really wish I did and started covering myself a long time ago. But the key lies in understanding that taking credit is not the same as hugging credit or hogging credit. Um, As a leader or as an influencer, it's your vision that drives the project and it's your responsibility to steer it towards success. In that sense, you can take credit for successful outcomes when approaching the collective efforts that made it possible. So by this, I'm basically saying like, you know, it's like Leonardo da Vinci, right? Or Michelangelo. 
did you know that they had artists underneath them who would for instance Michelangelo in the Sixteen Chapel right he had artists apprentices and whatnot under him who would paint the bodies and as the master he would paint the face or the faces right and yet still who does the world know as the person who painted the Sistine Chapel Michelangelo you don't hear nothing about his apprentice right so that's another example historical example of what I'm trying to say it's not necessarily about hogging but because you are the creator you are the leader you are the influencer you are the guy the girl the gal whatever behind the project you are the mind behind it you're the one who's gonna subsequently get the praise and in some sense deserve the praise because everyone helping did not create that idea or that concept they just helped to get it done right so because they just helped to get it done you're taking the credit for the project itself you are taking credit my apologies you're taking credit for the actual you know production the actual device the actual artwork the actual thing while everyone else is just a helper and that's the credit they deserve so in the realm of power dynamics visibility is key while it's important to recognize the work of others it's equally important to ensure that your role as leader or visionary is not diminished or overlooked if you're the one leading the project if you're the one who come up with the idea you're not gonna just be like oh hey, hey, hey you have to know me but you're gonna make sure you're not forgotten you're not overlooked you're gonna make sure it's just a thought with a rain TJ not just a thought with a rain TJ John Jill Bill and all the other apprentices behind it you know so to delicate is actually an art it's a balancing art but one that successfully leads masters to effectively led um, leverage the skills and labors of others guiding and directing their efforts towards a unified goal while maintaining their central role in the narrative of success right so it delegation or the act of delegating is like it's like training training on how to get others to achieve your task for you even though you know you're going to be the one credited for this task and you're not going to shun away from that credit in fact you're going to push towards it you understand so in conclusion one i really hope that this breakdown helped you out um i've gotten a lot of private messages about these breakdowns so far the first six and you guys seem to like them those of you who are listening so thank you very much i will continue to break these laws down and put them out in my own words i'm gonna do all 48 we're just at 47 i mean sorry we're just at law seven we have 41 more to go 
and this one get others to do the work for you but always take the credit teaches us about delegation collaboration and the subtle art of maintaining visibility and credit in group endeavors it's about leading effectively utilizing the collective strength and ensuring your contributions are not obscured thank you for listening and join us next time as we delve into number eight make other people come to you use bait if necessary thanks again for tuning in into just a thought i am your host rain tj thank you and have a great day all right bye everyone